when we're recording for the first time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't surprise it. It's never happened you. before. Never happened. All Welcome right. to Float Forever. So today we are talking about Elizabeth Monroe. Elizabeth Courtright Monroe. Courtright Monroe. She wasn't British, so I don't know why I did that. <laughs> she wishes she was, though. She <laughs> we'll get to that. Always getting this to This is essentially... I will ask everyone before you listen, maybe pause and watch the entire series, Emily in Paris, to just, like, get the vibe. It's basically her entire life story. In fact, her why are they not calling it Elizabeth in Paris? I don't know. Because it's I mean, basically her whole story. If it's, she was not biting a croissant, <laughs> you know she came back to America oh and said, we had croissants this morning. I bet That's, like, subconsciously oh, we, like, we knew. knew. We were, like, we knew. Day. Yeah. Yeah, you know Elizabeth pronounced it that way in America. She came up with a full French accent. <laughs> like, 100%. Okay. First oh, of all, she was, I love her. First of all, she was born on July, no, June 30th. June 30th. So our first cancer. What does that mean? First lady. Um, well, okay. Speaking from experience. Um, <laughs> oh, right. That's you. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. See, I'm so bad at those. No, I think it it just means typically that you're a little sensitive. You like your home. You like, and which I mean, like, I think Elizabeth, we're going to see, she's like, gets very connected to places and kind yeah. of wants to stay there, okay. which like I relate to. Um, and I think that you could definitely have like depends obviously what her other signs were but I mean I think that she kind of fits the bill in the way that she can like have this outside like larger than like you know she can have a persona but really just yeah. kind of like needs to crawl into her little cancer crab shell mm-hmm. whenever um, she's is the like, cancer sign a crab? it is it's a crab <gasps> oh, yeah 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 um, so but anyway, yeah, so there's Elizabeth. She was born in New York City. Hello! So we love that. She's a city girl. She's our first first lady to be born in New York City, I think, right? She yeah, is. And I'm going right, to Because everyone's next... born in Virginia. Everyone's in Virginia. <laughs> Except just... for um, Abby Gale. I just called her Abby for short. <laughs> we know her so well. I already forgot where Abigail was born. She's born in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, no, um, Elizabeth is our first city gal, which so I... La- and probably our last city gal for a while. We're I about to get Eleanor, into right? Years. <laughs> the 20th century. I'm pretty sure until Eleanor Roosevelt rolls up, everyone's from the South, which is concerning. Not just the South, like Virginia. Like, just kidding. I know that Rachel Jackson is from not Virginia. No, she is not. We'll figure her out. She's from, like, North Carolina? Does Tennessee? Might be more trouble. (laughs) No, but everyone... Virginia was the only place that existed, as far as I'm concerned. Everyone is from Virginia. And don't worry, she does move to Virginia. Eventually. Don't you worry. Don't yeah, you worry. she hates every second of it. Yeah. So yeah, she lives in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just a rich girl out on the town. Like, she is. Her apparently her grandfather owned a bunch of real estate in Harlem, and this is like so cool because when you think yeah. about Harlem in like the 1700s, like so fucking cool. It's just like farmland, basically. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I wish I imagine now Harlem. I'm like, I know, like so awesome. I know, I know. She lived in like lower than South Street Seaport area though, yeah, which she was, was like center of town back then. Yeah, in, so like, I think there was like some there was there was an uptown Harlem because Alexander Hamilton lived there. Shall we not forget? Never. Um, and then there was like nothing in the middle, I think, or just like not what we now no, know as nothing. midtown. Well, and even, then there was downtown because that's where like you know the, the stock ships exchange were. was, the ships, the well, bank where, was down there. Yes, and even um, like my grandfather's house in Greenwich Village. Uh, hashtag love you grandpa oh hashtag, Cornelia, hashtag Street. Cornelia Street <laughs> no but that house was like a farmhouse and that was yeah in those Village. stables I yeah. went on a um, oh it might have been the ghost tour we went on I go on multiple <laughs> ghost tours in the city another podcast <laughs> um, and all the houses down there that are spooked because of the ghost, I know. Are um, the, those stables. stable houses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. so cool. Carriage house. Carriage house. Yeah, so that's the word yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to say to articulate is that downtown was like South Street, Seaport, Water Street. Was like the that place. was the yeah. It. That was it. Yeah. So she lived down there. Her yeah. dad was a merchant, so that would make sense if they would live there as opposed to uptown totally. or what yeah. they called uptown. Um, so yeah, she was rich growing up. There's no record mm-hmm. of her education. She probably didn't um, need one. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm making the assumption she could read and write just because she was rich, but it was probably obviously privately taught. And then she was she was schooled in from her grandmother who raised her, her maternal grandmother who was part of their family, um, how to be like a rich lady. Something, <laughs> Sorry, just, something, <laughs> something happened. Something just 
fell and it was city life Do city life oh my god 100 percent. wait but i do want to say that when i was doing my mild research which i always <laughs> like to do you like to do major research i do sort of like mild mild we'll call it mild if, we, if our researchers if our research like methods were like salsa yeah. this would be like spicy Ooh. mine would be like mild to media let's like be it. real let's be real um no but it did say that her and her sisters were like really hot and they would walk around town and just like go, be out on the town her yeah they sisters. were just babes so elizabeth so was cool. five foot so she's like a tiny little thing black hair blue eyes which honestly like so pretty the most attractive you can be i no, love truly. the contrast of the dark hair light eyes yeah that's so pretty i'm not saying like it's because that's what you and i tend oh. to have my hair's a little <laughs> bit lighter than yours but it's just i'm just saying it's a very hot look. No, that's really um, beautiful. She was beautiful. Yeah, so her sisters, they were rich and hot. So, of course, everyone... They're literally Kardashians. Peeps. They're like the... I mean, we'll get we'll get into it. We'll get into the other head. ways that she relates to the Kardashians. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. Um, so, yeah, her grandmother raised her. They're from a rich family. Um, so, she, like, knew fancy girl, rich girl shit. So, yeah. she knew how to dance, how to like sew, how to, you know, play music or, you know, knew about music and arts and stuff. Yeah, she was so cultured. So, this makes sense of why she was... Was like really into France. I'm sorry, she loves and not Virginia. No. So cut to cut to when things pick up when she's 17. (laughs) (laughs) So in her ripe old age of 17, it's 1795. Things are happening. Continental Congress is. You know, bubbling. As, as Elise likes to say, it's my favorite term. The government is percolated. Um, God, I just love I'm dying. It. The government was essentially a startup, and I just love it. I can you picture? I know because honestly, Continental Congress, like, what? Why didn't they have like a ping pong table or something? Like, you the know, Google they Gardens. had a nap room. No, for like, no. They, I feel like they needed that stuff. Like, if they had had that stuff, maybe people would have been like more chill. Yes, Ben Franklin was exhausted. They, all they had were those like wooden chairs. Like, get a pillow. Yeah. Or a couch. No, they were so Did they have couches back then? Yeah, they must have. Yeah, they probably had, like, fancy velvet, like, club Mm. chairs. You know, that's what I But that, like, wasn't... Yeah, but not in, like, the world of the continent. No, because when we went to Philadelphia, they had those terrible wooden chairs No, they had, like, so many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their backs killed them. That's what I'm saying. Like, if... Because if this was a startup, if the government was, like, a startup of today, they would have had, like, a water slide. They would have had, like... Open planning, you oh, know what I mean? Like oh, open floor yeah, plan. Yeah, there's not an open floor plan. Unlimited snacks. Like, you know, like, why? Like, yeah. like come on. <laughs> and maybe people would have been happier. I mean, listen, the government, on a week like this one, hard to say that it's solid, but it, it would have been it, more it, solid. It would have been more solid. I'm going to go on record and say there would not be a sedition in 2021 if they had <laughs> snacks in the original Continental Congress. She is bold, but she is saying it. She is bold, and Ma- she, is, <laughs> she That's the hill I'm going to die on. I'm just saying. And it's crazy, because Philadelphia snacks has such help. good snacks, like soft pretzels, <gasps> cheesesteaks. If they had a Wawa. If Wawa. they had a Wawa. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if Continental Congress had a Wawa? They all would have been snacking on Junior Hoagies, living their lives. Oh, no, that and those vanilla amazing. cappuccinos. Oh, Ooh. Stop. Oh my god, that mint mocha iced coffee. <laughs> this is a Wawa podcast now. <laughs> Forget a little bit. Honestly, the breakfast breath. sandwiches alone. Like if it was just a breakfast sandwich <gasps> place, I'd still go. Smart. It would be open 24 hours. Maybe they made Wawa like in honor of the content. Because they know Congress, like they, were, they like, need a mint mocha in the middle of the night. They're <laughs> tired. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, so, James Monroe rolls so up to the Continental Congress is trying its best without its open floor plan, without all its snacks. yeah. So you know, James James Monroe comes up from the South. I think he's from Virginia, but who cares about no, him? He's like uh, probably yeah. So he rolls up to the North, and he oh god, and he um meets meets Elizabeth and yep. she's this sexy 17-year-old. He's 26. He's So I mean not terrible. Not the worst bad. that we've seen. Not the worst that we've seen. But yeah, not great. But so uncomfortable. They get married in like 6 months. Yeah. Like not even a year later. They're you married. know, I was thinking about this a lot like when I read that, it's very jarring because I'm like, could you imagine marrying someone you dated for 6 months? Absolutely not. It's terrifying. Who am I, Luann? But they all I mean, they didn't live as long. I know. And they really had no other options. You no, know, literally, you like... Get married. Women, if women you weren't married by 25, yeah. I mean, what was the fucking point of being Well, alive, yeah, because you're you know? going to die when you're 30, and... Yeah, they're all... We know they're dropping dead left and right. Like, constant. Because, <laughs> like, you can't even get through childbirth, basically. No. 
So, like, you're growing weak as the days go by. And then, yeah, definitely. And you also had nothing without men. Like, because even, like, I mean, go all the way back to Martha Washington. Like, the only reason that she had any money is that that guy forgot to write his will. Oh, my God, yeah. Stop. Interesting. So <laughs> even still, so I just feel like yeah, yeah you, you had nothing it. if yeah. you didn't get married. And even though she was rich, it was rich because of her father. Hundred percent. So like father and ex husband. Yeah. So right. like where was she gonna go? Um, oh Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. So like she she couldn't keep that money if no she was single and her dad died. Like no. she would need. Or they, women couldn't have fucking bank accounts. No. Like there was no way women you, could own this. Uh, yeah. We didn't get credit cards until the sixties. The 1960s. I want to say that. Not the 1760s. Not the 1860s. The 1960s. We'll get to that. So yeah, so she meets James and there's not much much known about their courtship because classic James burned all the letters. I don't know why everyone... Okay, so she... Let's cut really backtrack a little bit to when she was nine. Her mother died. And when she was ten... There was a fire, like... Oh, stop. I do know about the fire. <laughs> there was a fire of 1768. 1778. Um, 78. Yeah, 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 because 1776 was um, the other fire. And there was... I mean, they said it was a baby fire, but, like, two city blocks burned. Two city blocks. Yeah, so her house got burned down. She survived, and they were rich, so it was fine, and, like, no one got hurt in her family. But um, fire comes up a lot for Elizabeth. Yeah, poor Elizabeth. It's yeah. really, do like... she was afraid of fire? Um, yes. She had to have It's like the Natalie Wood being afraid of dark waters. <gasps> Did you see that documentary? I was I obsessed. finally watched it. I think you were the one Yeah, I told watching. you. So good. Anyone who... <laughs> I just... I didn't know much about Natalie Wood. No, I didn't either. But you have got to watch that documentary. I mean, she's afraid of dark waters and then she drowns. Well, her mother was like... Like, not into astrology, but like... Um, she was like a fortune teller. Fortune teller, yeah. yeah. And she was like, oh, your daughter... Like, something's gonna happen with dark water and daughter. So, Natalie was terrified and then she drowned. I mean, Elizabeth in fire. Do you think she was murdered? Natalie? Natalie? No, I think she drowned. Yeah. I love that Christopher Walken was on the boat. For Christopher some Reeve. That just, like, no, Walken. Walken? <laughs> yeah, What's Walken. the difference? <laughs> Christopher Reeve was super bad. The guy who... <laughs> Wait, I literally pictured Christopher Reeve the whole time. No, no. It's better when it's Christopher Walken. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay, <laughs> he's yeah, like a creepy back. dude. Oh, I love That's that. That's why I love the, like, maybe she was pushed. <laughs> You know I love a good true crime. No, I know. Okay, back to Elizabeth. Yeah, so um, Elizabeth, they courted, you don't know, because James Monroe burned all the letters. Shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was sort of gossip amongst, um, I guess, the social social scene in mm-hmm. the city. Because, again, here's Elizabeth, rich city girl. Yes. And here comes, I guess, sort of country poor, boy. middle class, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. country boy James. And, like, could he satisfy this rich girl who grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth? Right. Who's to tell? Who's to tell? I mean, I wouldn't want to go down to Virginia. <laughs> but at the time, he was living in Philadelphia. And so, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like all things considered, that's not that far. That's not, like, that much of a long-distance relationship when you think about it. So Right, totally. You know, I mean, I think that ultimately, you're right. I think that she was probably bred to, like, find a good guy and marry. And, like, what? What better a catch can you have than someone in the Continental Congress at this point? Yes, you know that's my dream to like marry a state senator. I know. I love that vibe for them. So, like, that's great. No, it's hot. I don't think she was into politics. Everything that I read, she wasn't super political. She could kind of care less about it. But she could definitely hold her own, I think. Yes, and I think she appreciated what was happening. Yes, because she was abreft to the situation. Yes, of course. I mean, how could you not be at that time? I don't know. Some of these women might not have been. That's a good (laughs) point. Some of them were really not present. I just feel like they were like, wait, what? Stop. (laughs) There was an American Revolution. What's happening? I know. Um, Anyway, so I guess like then, um, when does, so then, then someone, does he, when's he the governor? So he goes to France first as the minister of France. Um, in 1794. Yeah, we have to talk about the France stuff. So George Washington appointed him to be Minister of France. Again, mm-hmm. I think it's some sort of ambassadorship is what we would call yes. today. Yes, Um, So they go. And, and she, she was thrives. Popular. Thrives. This is thrives. Emily in Paris vibes. Like, this is it, yeah. Eat in croissant. 
taking selfies. <laughs> yeah. She was just, so you have, you love this era of her life. <laughs> no, I mean, she, this is what I think that this is, when you read about Elizabeth Monroe, this is literally all anyone talks about yeah. because I think this is when she was like really thriving. Like mm-hmm. she was married to this guy who, I think he, she liked him. He loved her. He loved For her sure. so much. And they got over there and so much exciting stuff was happening. And I mean, like this girl, like I don't, she, you know, as rich as she was, I don't think that she had ever like really tr- explored or, you know what I mean? No. Like traveled that much. So she gets over there and they. And they're, they're going to a country that's in the middle of a revolution. Yeah, a week after, what's this guy's name? Robespierre had been guillotined. Oh, yeah. So it's not only Literally the, the French Revolution. <laughs> it's not only the French Revolution. Within that time period, it's a little sect of the time period called the Reign of Terror. The Reign of Terror. basically means there's just mass executions happening. So crazy. Many public guillotine situations <laughs> happening. So, like, people would go to the square to just, watch yes, people get yes. beheaded. <gasps> so that's, like, what was happening. And not that she was like, oh, my God, I love this murder. No, but, but it was just, like, like, a feeling of... And I don't mean excited in time mm-hmm. and, like, great and fun but right. excited like you were living on the edge of a knife constantly I mean it's kind of and like in the middle now of it. like I don't think that I want to like live every day of 2000 like of the last four years no do I want to relive yeah. it no but is it kind of are we going to look back at it and be like wow that was cool that we lived through that yeah no probably it's yes. it it revolutionary you I know? think so so they're like you know, these American folk come in during the reign of terror yeah. and kind of saving people's lives. No, like, <laughs> what? Like, she saves a couple of people's lives. Yeah. And this is what she's really known for. Yeah, so yeah. Madame Go ahead, you say uh, that, yeah. Lafayette you, is yeah. in prison. So this is Marquis de, de Lafayette's wife. He fled France at this point because right. he was, like, he was not supporting. Yeah, he yeah, couldn't he was, support the um, revolution, and he was yeah, like, so yeah. So he yeah. fled, which is kind of rude on his point to leave yeah. his wife and mother-in-law behind. But okay, so, so rude. Madame Lafayette's, um, I think her name was Adrienne. Her mother gets guillotined or gets executed. Oh my God. Rude. So, so rude. Now Adrienne is in prison. Yes. Being prepared to be killed, so she's like on death row in France again. Uh, terrified. I know. Elizabeth rolls up. She's like, oh, like let me see what's going on. She. For a few, I, they don't give a time frame, but I'm assuming a few months at least this is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets dressed up very fancy in her lovely gets French clothes. Gets a beautiful carriage. Yeah, so They talk about the carriage a lot. rolling down to the prison in France. They're in Paris. In yes. Paris. And meets with Adrienne frequently. Yes. So they yeah. become buds. They're just hanging out. She's getting to know the vibe. Like, oh my God, why are you in prison? This is crazy. And the governor, like, doesn't know what to do. The governor's like, wait a second. How am I supposed to handle this? This, like, diplomat's wife (laughs) is, like, rolling up to this prison and, like, basically making nice with everyone. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it was, like, chaos, but also, like, funny. This is why I'm comparing her to Kim Kardashian. She's got hot sisters. (laughs) She's trying to get people (laughs) off death row. Like, this is what I'm saying. And she's confusing people by the way she's doing it. Yeah, it's all very confusing. Crazy. So before Adrian gets executed, she stops it. Like she I, just mean, stops I don't know it. how dramatic the situation was, but I yeah. like to envision she like runs in there and like pulls her from the guillotine. I don't think that happened, but no, I think that, that she. It's I think well in this book what she just says is that they made her case public, and so I think what what it's very similar to like activist again. It's like literally Kim Kardashian, which yeah. like I hate to compare anyone to Kim Kardashian. Well, I don't. I don't really. Whatever. She's yeah. a person. This is a person, but it's like making these people's stories known and then people are like wait I'm a little bit outraged by this story and now the higher ups the people in power are like well I can't have everyone mad at me so I guess we just have to let them release them we've already killed her wife her husband's gone yeah or um not her wife her Her mother um, her mother yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. she's using her power for good Elizabeth she really is kind of crazy gets her gets her free which is amazing so now Adrienne Lafayette is not murder that's so <laughs> crazy and how old is she at this point she was like 20 yeah because it's so a few weird. years after they get married so yeah, yeah. she's a kid it's crazy uh, or a young lady um can we talk about the thomas Paine connection yeah. too because so that you, shit I, is so funny about the situation. i don't yeah wait what is the deal with thomas i Payne? think thomas Paine is in, he's over there he's in france at this point i think it's the same vibe is um not as <clears throat> vocal about the um the okay, revolution okay. that's happening. So he's trying to, no, he's like he's very vocal. Sorry, no, he's, he's super he's vocal. Very yeah. vocal about the revolution. So he's out there, you know, handing out pamphlets probably because you know he loves the pamphlets. 
<laughs> he was done handing out. If you want to see the ghost of Thomas Paine, you can go visit him in the West Village. Okay. I just I'm obsessed with Thomas. Paine. I know he just really he just comes crazy. up a lot in my life. Like I talk about him. A lot. <laughs> no, he, like, is living amongst us. Like, I'm totally convinced. Like, For sure. Because it's like, I'll just be reading an article and I swear his name wasn't there and then it'll just It comes up. Yeah. yeah. No, it's insane. It's so weird. So she, um, <laughs> he needs help, basically, when he's in France. They, like, yeah. house him and protect him from the French soldiers. Soldiers, because are, he's yeah. going off about how they should, rev- <laughs> like, basically run a revolution. Like, run, run yeah. a revolution. And, like, it's like... People are like, Thomas Paine is just really going off here. What's going on yeah. with this is crazy. Yeah. But I do think, um, but anyway, I, the reason that they were even over there, though, was because Monroe is, like you say, chosen. And he's they're over there for a while, I think, to the point where he helps to, um, it says that he helps to kind of negotiate part of the Louisiana Purchase. So Yeah, so he's, he's working yeah, over there so while he's there. James Madison... <laughs> No, sorry, James Monroe. Oh my god! Again, everyone's named James, oh George, Martha. <laughs> Get some new names, yeah. folks. James Monroe is working. He's working hard. Yeah. So he's over there. But anyway, so Elizabeth. they're over there um, until George Washington calls back uh, Monroe gotcha. and his, okay. his um, ministership because he's pissed. It's like a whole convoluted thing. So George Washington is mad at Thomas Paine. <laughs> <laughs> because of what Classic. he spouted. So, and since the Monroes, Elizabeth, yeah. protected Thomas Paine in this, George Washington, like, blows a gasket. He's pissed. He calls him back. Essentially it's fires so Monroe. funny. No, it's so funny because, like, as much as George Washington mm-hmm. was, like, around all of this, I feel like he didn't, like, drama that much. No. And I like, think George he was, was just, actually kind of low-key. Yeah, he was just trying to, like, not be in wars constantly, you know? Not and, like, seriously. he's just a startup. He was just, like, trying to run a government. <laughs> so, he just wanted snacks. <laughs> so, he... They call back the Monroes, and Elizabeth is pissed. Yeah, of course. And they well, come back just, to Virginia. They come back to Virginia. Now, this is hard for Elizabeth, because here she is. She's yeah. a girl. She's in. She lives in New York City. Then she meets her, like, BF, who's in Philly. And, yeah. then, they're, and then she moves to Paris. So, like, this is like a city girl. Like, she's not trying to go to a this rural country and they land in a town and this is truly wild yeah that they so land in this town james monroe makes a joke Ms. Mon- mrs monroe was a little uneasy about leaving new york but she has become a good virginian so they come back <laughs> so elizabeth does not want to be a virginia which no. claire and i get <laughs> there was a moment we won't go deep into the story but there was a moment in our lives where we were stuck in virginia in truly virginia. trapped Truly trapped. Yeah. And yeah, all yeah. I'll say about it is <laughs> I have a really old car. For five it was <laughs> it was <laughs> for five seconds in my mind I got really dark and I was like, Oh god, I'm gonna live in Virginia for the rest of my life. And I was trying to envision like what would I what would my job be? Obviously I work at Colonial Williamsburg. But it was just I thought I would never come back to New York City and I panicked. So I get Elizabeth. Right, we get, we get. Now here's what we get even more though, is that she not only did she wind up in Virginia, she winds up in a town called Fredericksburg, Virginia. Now Haunted. If we have some listeners from Fredericksburg, love you. Love you. Yeah, I don't blame you for this situation. No, I don't blame you for the situation, but Elise and I on our travels back from from Virginia. We were Just finally finally done. We, my, the old car was getting fixed. We were out. We were like, we're going to do this. We wanted to get back to New York. It was yeah. my best friend's birthday. Oh, I had yeah. to get back to New York that night. We start driving. We ascend. We, we go. We are northward bound. Ooh. We have to go to the bathroom. Classic. Everyone course. needs yeah. to use the bathroom. Whatever. We stop in a town called Fredericksburg, Virginia. I see a health food store. I think to myself, I'm a city girl. I just want a kombucha. I really yeah. feel like it's not, like in New York City, it's not that hard to come by, whatever. And the town seems normal. Town seems normal. totally normal. And in fact, like, I don't know, I was surprised to find, like, such a big, avid health food store, yeah. like, right off the main drag. I was like, this is perfect. I'm yeah. going to get a it's, kombucha. It's pre-COVID, FYI, one travel during No, COVID. literally. It's so there's people December about. December of 2019. Yeah, yes. things are happening. Everyone's, like, feeling yeah. good. Yeah. So we go to the bathroom in this health food store in Fredericksburg, <laughs> Virginia, and quickly we find out it is not a health food store. No. No kombucha in sight. There's no beverages in sight. No beverages. There's the one defining factor I remember is in the bathroom there was a sign that says like I'm paraphrasing but it was essentially like no need for medical science. You have like 
wellness or like essential oils like so basically it was like a, a whole store about mid-level marketing skills. yeah so as a person who just got her first COVID vaccine yesterday hello um I we were appalled we were appalled I was, I was so, so scared, scared. the so two scared. checkout women looked identical they looked like identical versions of themselves 30 years apart <laughs> Didn't look like they had had a sip of water, but had had so many supplements. Somehow they're just swallowing, they're swallowing them whole. Like, I don't so, even understand. That's all that was in the store was that supplements. was just supplements. Yeah. I can't even believe there was a bathroom. It was terrifying. I, it. I don't think one person that's, that might have been where COVID started. Like, I don't think one person's vaccinated in that town. No, it's, uh, certainly not. There's certainly not. no Western medicine. No. <laughs> well, that's what it was. It's like, you don't need Western medicine when you have wellness. Like, they're very against medication. Guys, so kale I, will not save you. Wow, kale yeah, will was, not save you. It was you. troubling. Claire and I made eyes and we were like, we can't say this out loud because these people will kill us and feed us supplements. But we were yeah. like, we gotta go. <laughs> And I, honestly, we were so thirsty at that point. Never been more thirsty in my life. Okay. So anyway, this is where so Elizabeth no lives. So she there. <laughs> this is where Bring it back to Elizabeth. This we is the exact it. town. Yeah, I get it. That's shock. I cannot. I was shocked. When I read Fredericksburg, well, I said to Elise, I was like, wait, why does that sound familiar? Yeah. And she's like, I yeah, have a well, note in my book, Scary Town. <laughs> That's because I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. So and my, my she favorite, was she was seven months pregnant. Yeah. So my favorite part of this is like, Stop. she didn't know anyone. So she's in Scary Fredericksburg. She doesn't know anyone. She bounced along the bad roads, not knowing where she was going or what was going to happen when she got there. She was just shy of 18, and she was seven months pregnant. So, poor so woman. Crazy. That's awful. Yeah. Wait, so this happens. This was pre-France. This was yeah, pre-France. But this is where they come back to. And I think yes. that's important because I think Elizabeth, on some level, left and was like, great. Yeah. We're going to move to Paris. So she knows what she's, she's coming back to. Yeah, and then she terrifying. has to come back to this. Because I wonder, like, if on some level she was like, he's not going to make me go back to Fredericksburg. You know <laughs> what I mean? No. Like, he's taking me to Paris. Like, we are, like, royal regal people here. Oh, like, man. no. He's not going to make me go back to Fredericksburg. Yeah. He does. Talk he does. about a fucking culture shock. <gasps> Stop. You go Do you know how much medicine public... was in Paris? So much medicine. There's public <laughs> executions. And then you go to Fredericksburg where there's a woman trying to sell you essential oils. <laughs> no, I can't. Trouble it. I cannot. So I feel for Elizabeth. I was a little like, ugh, I don't know if I like this woman or if I would have liked her back then, but I get, I feel her. No, I feel bad for her. Yeah. She was like not, she was just out of her element. For sure. And it's weird because like, I know that Monroe loved her, but I just wonder how, like, that's like all these men is like, how much were they really taking their partner's like well-being into consideration? They weren't because James wanted to come back and be governor like everyone else in the world. Governor everyone was governor of Virginia. Virginia. I mean, I can't Claire's have... was governor of Virginia last year, so it's like pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone, easiest job to get in the world is governor of Virginia. I mean, everyone you just have to have a name that has a J in it. Like, it's like, it's like really not that hard. Yeah. Like, it's like so it's, easy. It's, I, know. I mean, the current governor of Virginia... This, I'm pretty Tell sure this me is about the guy him. who did, so his name's Ralph Northam. Mm -hmm. He's a Democrat, but I'm pretty Born in Fredericksburg, just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty confident he was caught doing blackface in college. Stop, stop. <laughs> and I, he's I, still I, governor. Yeah. It was yes, that guy, yeah. It's that guy. So, I mean, listen, Democrats, we gotta get our shit together, too. But, um, okay. so clearly anyone could be governor of Virginia yeah. at the point of this. So now and then. back, mm -hmm. he gets fired from his minister job, <laughs> and now he's governor. Awesome. I know, I love that. So, okay, so, um... He's there's, governor of Virginia. Yeah, there's not much. There's, there's not, not much really much. About that. Yeah. In 1811, he becomes Secretary of State under Madison. So right, once again, right. we have this woman who is the wife of a secretary. It's so they all just like get the same jobs and then like are president. I know, and like it, it's crazy. And that that's happen. not how that goes. No, and I think because there were so not little people, but like I guess the population obviously was less too, but like there was such a small group of educated white men yeah. that were yeah. doing this. And it was all kind of I mean, we think of it so spread out, but it was all kind of compact quickly. This oh my gosh, happened. completely. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, yeah. they all knew each other. They all kinda of like wanted to each other in their cabinets. Even if you were in separate parties, it wasn't as like yeah, there was division, but I don't think it was like well, as yeah. divided as you weren't so yeah. deep in your beliefs. You wanted to be free from a monarchy was pretty yeah, much like yeah, the yeah. main And I guess when that. you think about it, you really do see a lot of the same names pop up over yeah. and over again. You know what I mean? Like even Giuliani. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like he's been in politics for yeah, decades. Still, and like families, like we see that with the Adamsons will come up again. Yeah, with that, yeah, but like yeah, that happens yeah, yeah. with the Bushes, the right. Kennedys. The Clintons. Clintons. Yeah. Hopefully not the Trumps. Oh, stop. <laughs> like, so yeah, really you can. see it come yeah. up. But 
So anyway, so he's, he's in for camp. You know, yeah, he's you know basically like he's like, well, president. this part of my resume is becoming president yeah. next. So I here have we go. A note, uh, here, she played no role in James's campaigns. No, uh, she could care less. <laughs> <laughs> that was my anecdote, but like, she wanted no part of this. So no. I remember when Dolly was Secretary of State wife. Homegirl was campaigning for... She was campaigning, but she also was, like, really aware of what was going on, which is why she was, like, throwing all her parties, because Thomas Jefferson was such a mess, and so she was, like, really aware of what was going on. Yeah, and was not into this. So she was just kind of living her life. She... Girl just wanted to be in France. She just wanted to be in (laughs) France. So she was known for being very chic and fancy and and dressed. If you um, want, like, a modern take a lot of people compare her to Jacqueline Kennedy yeah. because so we're we're gonna put I, we don't know if this is true but now in these in this world there's a rule that only um that first ladies and presidents have to wear American born designers and we like to joke that it's because of Elizabeth Cartwright um Cartwright, be, because right? like Elizabeth would just like want to like and basically like Jacqueline Kennedy would get people to copy French designers <laughs> yeah. so that she could wear their outfits. So like she just Elizabeth just wanted to be in French. She would always wear like fancy French velvet dresses and yeah. Um. Eventually we'll get to it when she moves into the White House. She like redecorates it and this is like honestly for the American people like traumatizing because they just came off of. You yeah. know, Dolly Madison, who is, like, Americana, like, has ice cream, has cigars. <laughs> right. Like, she's oh, got, like, she, like, basically, if, like, she just has an American flag tattooed on her back, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and, not to mention, Dolly Madison is still, like, walking the halls of D.C., like, yeah. constantly. So it's, like, you know, and so I kind of do feel for Elizabeth Monroe, because it's, yeah. like, she didn't ever want any part of this, and then she is coming on the tails of, like, this dynasty, basically. This, like, American woman who was just larger than life. And she's always been kind of an elitist, and I don't mean that in a negative connotation, but she she grew up rich. Yeah. She, you know, yeah, she was, you know, forced to live in Virginia, (laughs) but she lived in France a lot of the time, so, like, it's just she grew up around these riches and this fanciness, so, like, she wanted these gowns, she wanted to speak French because that was... Fancy to her and elitist, and that yeah. was her vibe. And it just contrasts. I think if she was not after Dolly, I'd be really curious to see how history would view her because I think it would be different. I truly think that. I wonder too, like, now we have such high esteem for the president and things like that, but it's because you have to be really rich to run a campaign or at least, like, have yeah. a lot of people behind you. For sure, yeah. And you get paid. Like, yeah. this is back in the day where, like, you weren't even getting paid. So, like, Elizabeth is like, wait a second. I am, I'm like, because basically you you marry a man to like live a nice life. So yeah. she basically married this guy, and he's like gonna he's gonna do volunteer work now. Like what? Yeah. Girl like, did not want to be. In she was service. just like not happy about that, yeah. and basically like that's what happened. Like she married someone, and they volunteered for the country. Yeah, that's what it's really interesting. These women that specifically the rich ones, um. Like you're you're marrying someone who is really into public service, yeah, and you know what you're gonna get. So I have to believe that there was some sort of there was actual love there because like you know yeah. this is not gonna make you money as it would today, like yeah, you know, totally. Like book deals and speaking totally. engagements and all that stuff. Like, what you what do you think is gonna happen? Well, I guess that that's like where it's torn is because like you know some people value money higher than other people, yeah, and like so like. You know, like, Dolly Madison, like, she liked fancy things, but I don't think that she liked money. And, like, Elizabeth clearly liked money. Right. And so it's, like, she kind of, like, you know, you had to get married, like we were just saying, to a man. But, like, it was just, like, rock in a hard place if he's a poor guy. Yeah. No, it's true. It's, like, sucks. But you know what I think about? This is, like, sort of random, but ties back in. When they started, like, the pro football league, like, Uh the NFL, you didn't get paid at all. And so Yeah, it was, like, it was, like, a... The players? Yeah. It was like an after school activity, basically. Oh, and look, they all have brain damage now. Yeah, they all have brain damage. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, now they get paid. So it's like, there were so many people. And right. Because I, 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 they just love the game. Well, there were also really, really good people. People that were, my great grandfather was a really, really good football player, played for the Giants for the first season ever of the Giants, and dropped out because he didn't make any money. 
Oh, so they so did they play because they really love the game or they want yeah. to entertain people? Like they just liked the... football a lot, oh, okay. and I think a lot of them like maybe just didn't care about money. But I guess what I'm trying to I say don't... is like you had to really like public service if you were yeah. going to do it because you weren't going to make. What's like, the a lot one of money? thing you can do and not get paid? Oh, um, I mean, probably baking. Oh, that's, that's good. Running. I like I'd getting medals. Get I like getting medals. Yeah, I like the medals. What I'm just trying to say, ladies, gardening, get paid for your work. No, hundred percent. No, I mean like men too. Like get like get yeah. paid. Like, but anyway, all that to say, she was used she to fancy money. things. Yeah. She liked money. So yeah, so she's at eighteen eleven. Um, oh no, sorry, sorry. So they're running for campaign. She mm-hmm. has you know yeah. not any part of this at all. She's kind of just like a wife. Um, there's not a lot of records. He becomes president. Yes. There's not a lot of records of her time there because, again, he burned all the letters. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm really curious about that. Uh, she's not as cool as Dolly. We just went through that. And, um, she was known as being very aloof. So people thought, they yeah. didn't say this, but she, that was like the word of town that she was kind of like standoffish. So people thought she was a bitch, <laughs> which again made me relate to her. So the more I read about her, I was like, like, oh, I, I love like her. her vibe I love her. because I get that. Like sometimes aloof has such a negative connotation, and I guess it is bad. But like, just because she wasn't into what Dolly was, right, doesn't mean she was a bitch. I totally, think that was rude and sexist, and I don't like that. That was the vibe she got. Definitely, and I think and like maybe she was an elitist, but like, well, and I think that like, and it's something that we come back to over and over, but like. Being the president is a job. Yeah. Being the first lady is not a job. No, and definitely It's like by circumstance. Yeah, you and know? especially now. There no, totally. No, I mean, before that, I think Abigail, or who was the lady before that? Dolly. Uh, Dolly. She, she did do, yeah. She did like the orphanage. So like, yeah. they started to do some work, but it wasn't as defined as it is now. No, and also like homegirl had already saved two people's lives in France. Yeah. Like, she was tired. I know. <laughs> And classic. She was very sickly. Oh, oh my God, we didn't even talk about it. Yeah, so Jesus. at this point, she was having recurrent episodes of seizures and what is now known as epilepsy. Yes. But people, there was no work for that or really science behind it, so they just thought she was mentally ill, too. So that that's in the background. This woman, I'm, like, sad for her. So while she's, I know, so while she's first lady, she um she wanted to make the White House more socially exclusive. Again, yes. she's into that French vibe. They so called she, her La Belle Americaine, which I, I like love. That. Yeah, I that is the name of her Netflix special. Yes. <laughs> Um, and Perry. I know. So she, um, so she's sick. She can't always function the way I'm quoting here. A healthy person or normal person can be. So her daughter took over. Eliza, Eliza, yeah, took over some of the responsibilities as hostess when they had people over. But, but she, um, when she did move into the White House, though, it had just been burned. Classic. And oh so yeah, she because <laughs> of War eighteen twelve. Yeah. So she, her and James kind of. Um, redecorated. James took more role in this. And my favorite editor of this part is, so when he would write, okay, they got all their furniture, furniture, furniture from, from France, France obviously. Worry. When he wrote to the French merchants to get the furniture, he was like, all right, we're going to get French stuff, but it needs to look American. So put eagles on it. <laughs> Which really cracked me up. Because now when you think of like, like those horrific like, American flags where people are trying to be like, yeah, I'm American. Like, I bleed red, white, and blue. They always put, like, a really ridiculous-looking fucking American eagle. And you're like, first of all, aren't, aren't these birds dead? Like, I think I've seen one in my life. Um, and just, like, stop. It's so obnoxious. So I just oh love the idea that he was like, okay, we're going to be, like, elitist. We need to keep Elizabeth happy. But, like, throw some eagles and the, the public will be chill. So ridiculous. And when yeah. they move into the White House... You know, this is, again, like we've said before, this is before presidents were, like, getting paid for what they did. So they had to use their own personal furniture to, like, move yeah, into the so White House. Yeah, so they moved everything from their personal belongings That's, into the White House. That is, is just, so crazy. Can you imagine, like, like, like... Move my when, Ikea bookshelf. <laughs> when Barack Obama left the White House, like, he just left. Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't take, like, oh, let's get our bed. Like, yeah, was, I mean, you take like, something, like, obviously you move in personal art, like, things. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You don't, like, take out, like, the living room furniture. <laughs> Which is also kind of weird. I don't know. It's just, it's it all is, of it. It is, so it is odd. It is but, odd. So she had a tough time in the White House. There's one she anecdote. Did, yeah. um, Elizabeth's daughter got married. I don't know if it's Eliza. Someone got married at the White House. And the public was pissed because it wasn't a public affair. Well. Which is dumb. I hate that. See, like, that's what gets me mad. Yes. That gets me mad. Your daughter's getting married. Uh-huh. She wanted a low-key wedding, which honestly, shocking. No, truly. And just like, mind your fucking business. No, seriously. Do you have to be at the, do- the first daughter's? 
wedding like calm down well another well okay but this is like again we're getting into some like interesting territory because and this will probably come up later with technology but they talk about a lot how this was um people loved monroe because he was so public facing yeah so like yeah i guess i guess um john adams or no John Adams, like, never gave speeches. He was so tiny. They couldn't so see him. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is really tiny? James Addison. James yeah, Addison was they were like, all so tiny. I know. <laughs> you know, they were giving speeches. They were just, like, couldn't be seen on the podium. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so, so, John Adams, like, never gave speeches. Thomas Jefferson gave two, and James Madison <sighs> gave three. Do you think TJ wore his wig when he gave a speech? Mm, 100% not. 100% <laughs> not. He's like, here's my bear cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Monroe did two tours of the entire country yeah, when he was president. Yeah, which at that time, like, yeah, obviously it wasn't as big as their country is now, but it's they had the Louisiana Purchase mm-hmm. happen, so it's pretty out west, well, considering the time. Oh, and also, I guess we should talk about this, the Monroe Doctrine happened. Oh, and the yeah. Mon- I was talking to my dad, scholar, uh, Tiger McGinley, presidential scholar. <laughs> he said, so the Monroe Doctrine was basically said, sea to shining sea. Like, yeah. this is our country, this is our land. Even because the Louisiana Purchase had like happened, but um, Mexico and Spain still had control of like California, we didn't have Texas, or anything yet at this point, right? No, no. not California, Texas, Mexico. <laughs> yeah, and he, the Monroe Doctrine actually says that anything from North America, including Central and South America, British can't touch. I know but- <laughs> that's so America that's out of half the world. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> So essentially, you're just doing what you fought the British on. Fucking hypocrisy. I'm glad hypocrisy. Honestly, I'm glad it was a theme throughout. Like, I I'd feel really dumb and shameful if that was only happened in modern history. I know. So I'm really glad that it was like back so, then. Like, at least that was consistent. But, I so, can see that. And I guess like Monroe, you have to give him some props because he says this, but then doesn't necessarily like act on it. I guess like he yeah, doesn't he like start like, a war. A he was just saying British go home. Like we're gonna Spain get and Mex- Spain and Spain. You can do what you want. Yeah. Like, you know, he, they, like, Trail of Tears isn't until, like, Polk, I think. Like, yeah. you know, like, he, he, he was, like, he did, like, it's not so great. So, Monroe, but... he was Secretary of War at one point, and he did make a plan. I got deep into James Monroe, too, which yeah. let's not talk about. But he, at one point, wanted to invade Canada, which I just thought was That's what I'm funny. saying. Like, yeah. he wanted everything. Yeah, like, he basically, funny. like, didn't want the Panama Canal to even be, like, he wanted to just be able to yeah. go from land to Chill land. Chill out, James. From Patagonia well, all the way to Canada. Like, that's what he wanted. Let's also make a point that this was known as the era of good feeling. Yes, yeah, so that's this was true. Post-18, War of this 1812. This is when he's president, yeah. It was, like, for sure that America had their... Um, their freedom from Britain. Yeah. So the Monroe Doctrine comes. So I people think are freaking out. Everyone's just like living life. Like yeah. war is done. They're they feeling fe- good. Yeah. They're a good feeling. So like yeah. maybe he got really excited. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly he, he got really, really excited. Up, what's like what's hilarious <laughs> about this is that his wife is like, can we go back to France? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all, I love the fact that they only spoke French in the White House, which. That's I, when I, we originally told you this earlier, I I said a comment like how annoyed we'd be if you did that now. But like now, I think it would be kind of cool if like people spoke Spanish or different languages. Of course, like, yeah, 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 yeah. English yeah. is not the main language in America. No, but back then, it's, it would be controversial. I would say now, it still would be. Yeah, but back, I would like it. But back then, oh my god, you would no. think she was executing people publicly. No. Like they were pissed. That this woman's walking around, bonjour! Well, bonjour. I mean, but like, let's be real, this is a little Hilaria Baldwin esque because she's not from Stop. France. I didn't even <laughs> come... this, That was the greatest comparison you've ever made. Oh my god. I'm, I'm shocked. I can't even speak. I'm speechless. Elizabeth Monroe is Hilaria. I know, because she, she's Baldwin. not from France. No, she's she just, not. She just wants I was to fooled. Be. I was fooled to think she was from. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, she's a badass chick. I'm sweated. I'm so <laughs> I'm so affected by that combat. We might have to sit, pause the recording so Elise can like leave. I had to recalibrate. I know. <gasps> wow. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like she really wanted to be something that she oh wanted god, to yeah. be like cultured. She wanted to be and I just don't think that the presidency was like that big of a deal. It just like no. wasn't. It was like public service. That's yeah. like what it was. She loved friend uh French. French. The <laughs> French. France. Love Christian. She loved it so much that when they were there. <laughs> she her, became friends with Napoleon. Yeah, they loved Napoleon. Her daughter was BFF with Napoleon's stepdaughter. Which, like, I don't know much about Napoleon, so maybe I, I you know, could be saying things incorrectly. But, like, he was kind of an asshole. Right. So tiny, too. The tiniest <laughs> man in the planet. And he, 
lot of people. Hundred percent. And she was just like, "Let's have the Napoleons over for dinner." Yeah. <laughs> or his last name wasn't Napoleon, but like, let's have Napoleon and his family over for dinner. Bonaparte, the Bonapartes. The Bonapartes, yeah. The Bonapartes, yeah. I mean, she just loved it. She loved France. Yeah. She loved oh, France. Just <laughs> I can't. Oh my god, I'm like envisioning my Instagram post about this. I love it, um, I love it, I love it. Anyway. So yeah, I just, also fun little anecdote, this is not, we're like at the end of her time as first lady, but yeah. um, so Eliza, we spoke about this quickly, would take over some of the duties when Elizabeth, Elizabeth was sick. Yeah. Um, just a fun fact about her, she married a man whose name I forgot, but he was the prosecutor in the Aaron Burr murder trial of Eliza Alexander did. Hamilton. Yeah. That's so So cool. I just thought it was a fun fact. Um, well, a little you know bit. I love my... Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I love that. A little bit more, though, about Monroe in the White House. She, um... She was criticized for her fashion. She <gasps> spent $1,500 on gowns, which back then, I mean, can't even imagine, millions. Yeah. Hashtag were, inflation. Um, they were aghast that she would wear rouge. Like, she wore makeup like she the wore, <laughs> yeah, They said she would paint her face, paint her which face. is like... I mean, girl probably had like a little blush and like maybe a red lip. Truly. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like she was executing people on the street. It's ridiculous. Everybody now, I do love that her and Dolly were friends. That is like so yeah. sweet. They had very different temperaments. But she did love, she, wait, Elizabeth Monroe just wanted to be chill. She wanted to stay home with her family. Of course, Dolly loved parties, yeah. and so this was very different. But apparently in a small group, Elizabeth was very charming. And so that is kind of nice. Maybe she was just shy. Cancers, they just want to be in their house. Right, like, and I think that's why fine. am I, I'm always making you come over. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, just come over. I can't leave my apartment. <laughs> That's why I like that her and Dolly were friends because I feel like she leaned on Dolly a little bit to help with the the socializing. Well, and Dolly was like, "Get me out of Virginia," and girl was like, "I get you. Come on up." Like (laughs) Virginia is not for lot of us when it comes to Dolly. Um, So she, yeah, she was just a shy woman, and again, I don't think they're. She was sick. Like, girl, she was like, can we give her a break? I know, I know, and she didn't really want to be. She didn't really want to be first lady. Like, that's not no. what she would have chosen. But she did love James, and I feel like that's... I like that she loved him. Yeah. And they were partners, and they... She she dies, and then he dies, like, less than a year later. Yeah. Like, totally devastated. I think he burned her letters because she wrote, fuck this place a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm realizing. He was like, we got to get rid of this because, whoa. She, she was like, like, I hate She's just this. talking shit. And it was all in French. Oh, 100%. Like, however you say fuck this place in French, she wrote that. Um, any more French listeners, please let me know. Um, so that's definitely why he... Uh... Oh, look, it says we have one letter that she wrote. Oh, what did it say? Uh... Oh, we he do. Called, oh, he, but so there are he letters in the that are Elizabeth called. Monroe mm-hmm. is his partner in all things. Yeah, so they did really love each other, which I like. No, I think I think I think <laughs> that they really loved each other. I just yeah. think that they were. She was also very private, so I'm not surprised that she was probably like burn all the letters. Yeah, on her dying bed. So I, this is not a funny, but I want to tell this anecdote. Um, she again to bring back fires. Late in life, I think like three years before she died, she had a seizure and fell into a fire. So and like crazy. lived the rest of her life with some severe burns. Like burns. So I ima- and I can't imagine they had proper medicine or like care for no. third degree burns all over your body. So like shocking, she didn't die from that. So she was in pain a lot for the rest of her life. Yeah. They were of course poor at the end of the yeah. Life they like left the White House in debt. Everyone's poor when they leave the White House. Which <laughs> I mean, kind of, it's when does the now. president start getting paid? I'm so excited to find out. Yeah, I don't know. And at this point, there also wasn't like book again book deals. No, hundred percent. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't making money. I wonder. And they probably had to pay for all those tours that James Monroe was doing. For sure, because what were taxes back then? It wasn't to pay for like you couldn't afford that. Like what, no, it was just. I mean. John Adams like hated taxes. (laughs) It's interesting to see how, as capitalism gets more out of control, yeah, how the presidency is going to change. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And like when the presidency starts to become, because of course now we look back and it's like, like we look at it as this like enormous thing, similar to um, NFL football players. But I'm like excited (laughs) to see like when it starts to become like a really, really, really big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe when they just stop being like such. Maybe when this this group ends, this little like yeah. small like I feel like it's very Andrew Jackson right makes now. a ma- makes a mark. I mean, that's gonna be an exciting one. But um, so yes. yeah, Elizabeth, they're out of office. She gets sick and dies. Um, 
She's really just known for her elegance. This, like, last little paragraph. Yeah, her legacy. They just keep referring to her elegance, her style, her elegance, her style. Elegance, her style. Elegance, style. (laughs) So she's just like, you know, Elizabeth in Paris... Trying I really, to be yeah. American. I really feel like the comparison. I really feel like the the composite of like a Kim Kardashian and a Hilaria Baldwin. Oh my god! The two of them, like that, is so Elizabeth. Profound. It's that's so Elizabeth. profound. <laughs> it's so fucking true. Yeah, that's Elizabeth. If, I just think it's good to like have modern day understandings of like who these people were. You know, like yeah, to compare it because it's like, yeah, because. I don't know. We weren't there. We don't really know. But it is, like, good to yeah. think, like, okay, this woman was, like, sort of into politics, but also, like, really into fashion, had, like, some hot sisters, thought yeah. she was from France. I mean, thank God she didn't name her kids, like, really French names. That would have been really painful. I think one of her kids' last names is Pence, though, which is really dark. Really? Yeah, I think one of them's, like, what is it? Like, it's like marries into the Pences? No, like, I think the middle name is Pence, which <gasps> I'm, like, so fr- Oh, Spence. No, oh. <laughs> I was going to go on and write how they were definitely anti-LGBTQ. Wait, but she is somehow related to Teddy Roosevelt, which is, oh no, FDR. Oh, yeah. Somehow um, she's related. Roosevelt. The yeah, Roosevelt. the uh, eternal yeah. great-grandmother or something. I know. So incestuous, this whole thing. But yeah, it's it. crazy. Okay. Um, what's what advice? Your, what's advice? Yeah. Okay. Pre-presidency, my advice to Elizabeth. Pre first lady, I feel like pre first lady and post is like the same, same. for her. Like I feel like she <laughs> yeah, doesn't just, know that the presidency happened. Yeah, I know. I think my pre first lady advice to her is, um, keep going out on the town because when you're yeah. seventeen years old, like go to every party because seventeen years old is young yeah. to to like stop the party and it doesn't seem like she went to very many parties after that. No. You know what I mean? And then my post first lady advice. First of all, definitely, like, hit up dad. Like, hit up (laughs) your dad for some money. I wonder where all that money Like, just write a nice letter. I'm sure he'd be willing to do it. And then also get a sewing machine because you're spending too much money on clothes. You you have to learn to sew. That's true. You have to learn to sew. That's good. Yeah. Um, My pre-Florist Lady advice is Try to stay in Virginia as much as possible. Such like, I'm advice. so sorry Such Fredericksburg happened to you. <laughs> I feel like there's PTSD from that. No, truly. That's my excuse for I her. mean, do you mean us or her? Like, it's hard to know. I know. I'm in her lives. Just like, it's, I get it. I get I know, it. I know, I know. Um, post. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, post, like, stay away from flames. <laughs> I know that's terrible. I just feel like she has a lot of trauma around fire, and I feel bad. And I know, it's like, I know, I know, I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, we... I had a roller coaster with this one. I had a t- true roller coaster. I went into thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a... I mean, in my head, I called her a bitch. I'm sorry. But I was like, oh, what an elitist, like, woman. And yes. I kind of got, like, a Melania yes. Trump oh, vibe. And I was like, oh, she's so aloof and, like, care a little bit more, you know? But then I... As I read about her, I was like, oh, girl, like, she was just... She just wanted to be in France. Like, she just okay wanted to be fancy. Yeah, she wanted to no be shame. fancy. She wanted to be with her family. She wanted to keep it low-key. Yeah, I mean, Elizabeth, you didn't make a mark, and you didn't want to. So, we love that. So, she lived her truth, then. She did. She really so did. So, then I'm down for it. That's my feminism, is like, are you doing what you want to do? Yep. I think yeah. she really was a feminist. Yeah, it, you know what? It's really interesting, because Abigail, we were like, first feminist, yeah. And, like, she wanted to be part of the political world. She yeah. did it. Yeah. Elizabeth didn't want to be, and she, she did that. Yeah. So, like... There is she something is there. This is yeah. now the two sides of feminism, which yes. we're like we're seeing in this t- era, and yeah. I like it. I love it. Oh, that was this was a great. This was a roller coaster. Yeah, we episode. hope this is going to be a fifteen minute episode. Wow, that was amazing. Episode. All right. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>